0: Encyclopedia of Video Games presents The Unmissables for Super Nintendo. And here we are talking about another great console, one of the most famous console for international audience and one of the most varied library for the 16-bit era. We are going to talk about six games that are not that famous as other titles, but uh, are admissible so you have to play it so please enjoy The Batman had a lot of games, uh, a lot of video games is one of the most uh, played franchise uh, in history, and uh, even if uh, the Arkham series is one of the favorite ones for most of us, uh, I think that this title uh, takes the cake. The Adventures of Batman and Robin is a game for uh, Super Nintendo divided into eight stages, uh, each with uh, its different uh, style because the first stage is a side scroller beat against the joker and then the side scroll part is uh, kept but uh, the second stage focuses more on platform against poison ivy then you have a third stage against penguin where you have to free a lot of kidnapped people then you have a chase on top of skyscrapers uh, around gotham city against Catwoman then you have a racing stage against to face uh, another side scrolling uh, against uh, scarecrow and then you have the cyberspace uh, stage against the riddler which is uh, my favorite uh, stage because it's uh, use of the 2.5d graphic which is not 3d but it works uh, in this environment and then you have the last stage where uh, everyone uh, gets another shot uh, and even with the addiction of Manbat and Clayface as well. A game that uh, works very well on the system, uh, thanks also to the fact that its uh, graphic uh, style, graphic design comes from the animated series, which uh, was very stylish and uh, very simple colors and plain colors uh, for a great pixel art result.
1: For those gamers who like uh, giant robots uh, fighting in space, uh, I would like to recommend uh, a great game for Super Nintendo. I'm talking about Super Robot Wars 3, the third installment of this series for the SNES upgrades almost everything that can be upgraded, the graphics are smoother with more animations, the sound design is upgraded with the audio chip of the system and all the cast of pilots and robots has been upgraded with the most recent mecha anime series, all the classic Mecha has returned like Mazinger, Gundam, the Third, the Get a Robot series and many many others. The gameplay system is the same, it's a turn-based strategy game in which our squad of robots has to fight to prevent the galaxy domination by the enemy the antagonist of the various series that have united the evil forces to conquer the galaxy the interesting part of the game it's in the story it's a space opera that for the first time in the series has the possibility to choose multiple paths that leads to multiple endings so the replayability of this game is really long. And also with the mission system, the secondary missions uh, on every capture of this game can lead to unlock a secret final boss, as it happens uh, also in Final Fantasy VII for example. Another new feature is the possibility to switch pilots between the various mecha, the various robots, so it can generate uh, funny shenanigans uh, between the series uh, with the pilots often quarreling with each other and you can put your favorite pilot on your favorite mecha, so this customization system is really interesting and really funny thing. This game also has the opportunity for the first time in the series to upgrade to power up the units, we can add more power to the basic stats of each mecha, but also we can upgrade also every single attack. All the different attacks of the mechas can be overpowered, so it's like a role playing game where we can level up the units of our squad. It's a great game with an interesting story and a customization system really really deep with many funny moments that I assure you will pay off in the end.
0: Another title that I would like to recommend is Front Mission Gun Hazard, a spin-off of the main series Front Mission, which was a tactical RPG, turn-based RPG specifically. This Gun Hazard is instead an action RPG shoot map, up a completely different genre for a great game as well. It's strange that a uh, spin-off made by Omniasoft and published by Squaresoft uh, gets uh, this attention because it didn't sell as well as the main uh, line series but uh, I think it's uh, worth the shot uh, because it's a great game for a number of reasons. First of all, it uh, expands the lore of this world, this front mission world uh, in the dystopian future of uh, 2064, the exact year this game takes place. And I think also you have a different uh, faction to play as well because you are Albert Grabner, a German soldier who has to prevent a coup at the president and then you have uh, a lot of uh, strange mission to do it's a side-scrolling action RPG as I told you before where you play by yourself or with your vancer. the vancer is this mech suit that you wear it's a a gigantic suit but uh, in the scope of the game is a little a sprite uh, against the backgrounds uh, which are colorful and vibrant uh, and full of explosion as well. I think this game uh, excels in uh, providing you all the tools that you need to face your enemies with upgrades uh, both uh, in uh, your character level ups uh, and uh, weapons for your mech. So you can uh, play this game in a linear fashion, uh, mission by mission, or you can just discover New secondary mission, new side quest to unlock new weapons and new features for your vancer to be a force to be reckoned with. So if you enjoyed the front mission series, especially the first one, which was uh, on this system and uh, in English as well, you can play this spin-off before start playing uh, Front Mission 2 and the others uh, that came out later.
1: A game that I strongly recommend to all sports fans and in particular soccer fans is Captain Tsubasa 5. The 5 installment of the Captain Tsubasa series which is famous for their unique style. It's not an arcade game, it's more like an RPG tactical uh, sport game, but in this case uh, that's a truce between uh, the RPG style and the arcade style, uh, more arcade like uh, Virtua Striker on the FIFA series, uh, because in uh, the previous installments uh, we have to navigate the map of the soccer field and we can see only the ball carrier in his uh, running animation and uh, we can choose uh, which action to do, passing, crossing, dribbling, shooting and special techniques that every character has. In this case we have a soccer field in it's entirety and we can see all the players more like an arcade soccer game, but the core mechanics still remains. we can pause the game and choose if our player has to pass, continue dribbling or make an attempt to score, it's a more frenetic game, the action is really fast and the variety and the numbers of special techniques it's even more compared to the previous installment. The cast of players, of characters of the anime manga Captain Tsubasa is huge with some made up characters for this game which add more drama to the story because this game is a soccer game, it's a sport game but as a story, like all good uh, role-playing games, it's a completely different story from the original source, but it's written very well and uh, combine perfectly the attitude of the various players uh, starring in this game. Funny enough uh, the players, uh, the characters of the series, are in uh, teams uh, that doesn't even exist in the manga series, uh, so it's uh, completely out uh, of the main source game but it adds a funny feeling and a customization feeling because we can also make an all-star team with all the characters that we like and we can challenge our friends of the CPU to a series of great games. The video compartment is upgraded from the previous installments and the animation and especially the animations of the special techniques are really flashy and really makes you feel the impact of the technique so it's a really fun game to play solo or with friends with all the magic of the Captain Tsubasa series.
0: I think the next title is a kind of an hidden gem for the system because it never appears in lists all over the internet and is Nosferatu by Corporation, a game based on the Dracula myth and to describe it is a mix between Prince of Persia, the original one, and Castlevania. So you have this guy, Kyle, that punches people for a living and uh, it adventures on dracula's territory to free his girlfriend uh, erin i think this game has a pretty funny concept uh, because you punch uh, vampires, skeletons zombies uh, and apes uh, uh, assassins apes uh, and so on and so forth but also is a dark uh, experience uh, a very gloomy experience with a desaturated palette uh, lots of cutscenes uh, which are done with rotoscoping and the rotoscoping is also applied in all the animation of this game there are really fresh and clean as well it's not only rotoscoping but also a pixel art detailing after the capture of all the images for the animations all the stages are divided into bigger rooms sub rooms and then a boss fight which is always very very difficult and you can choose the difficulty settings and the harder difficulty is very very hard and also very fulfilling when you complete a stage but the most The peculiar thing of this game is the crystal system, because you start punching people with uh, a basic combo that you can upgrade during each level and do more damage and more punches to the same combo, so it has the same feeling of a fighting game, but with experience in a metroidvania-like environment, which is pretty good.
1: last game I would like to bring to your attention, it's a hidden gem in my opinion amongst the RPGs of the Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo has really famous uh, role playing games like Chrono Trigger, the Final Fantasy series, The Legend of Mana and many others. This game I think it's a less known game but uh, the innovation it brings to the table is undeniable. I'm talking about Lufia 2. Rise of the Sinistrals. This game has a basic fantasy story, we are the hero who has to fight the evil Sinistrals for destroying and conquering the land, so the story is really basic for an adventure role-playing game, but there are elements that make this game unique. The first thing is the combat system, this game is turn based and we can equip a pocket monster, so a precursor of the Pokemon series, we have these little monsters we can equip, feed and upgrade. They can evolve in much more powerful beings than monsters and they will help us fight the evil monsters. Another thing are the weapons. Almost every weapon has a special ability and most of the times we can choose not to use the most powerful weapon but the one that grants us the best ability for the party. So a micromanagement of the equipment really deep and the weapons are very different from each other so it's an interesting mechanic to study and to master. During the exploration of the many dungeons scattered around the game world brings the memory to the Zelda series so much so that we can interact with the various parts of the dungeon with various objects like for example the hook in Legend of Zelda, we can use a similar type of movement in this game. So not only we have to fight turn-based, but we have also a platform-style type of exploration. And another thing is that the monsters, the enemies, are all visible on the screen. That's not like in Final Fantasy where the monsters were invisible and we were transported to the fighting animation, to the fighting system. in this case, we can see the monsters, and every step we take inside the dungeon triggers the movement of the monsters. So we can choose to fight them, ambush them, or sneak past them. So, a sense of stealth movement, stealth exploration, this game also brings. Like all good RPGs, this game has many side quests. One in particular is a tower with 99 levels and those levels are randomly generated, so it's a precursor of the roguelite or roguelite genre. The most interesting part regarding the story of this game is that it has a basic story but You have the sense of time passing, we start uh, as a young hero and during the game we grow, we marry another party member and our family continue to fight the Sinistral during the game. It's a sense of growth of the player, of the character, aside from the level up system, the classic level up system. So a really deep and interesting story, system and mechanics. And lastly, as a SNES game, the musics are one of the best for the genre. some other great hidden gems for the Super Nintendo, let us know in the Spotify comment section or follow the links in the description.